Hey, we are back. TWS, tis the season. Day after Halloween, kind of still kind of spooky. Half. Nah, candy definitely like half to 75% off. You should be in on that. But we're here. You're here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tapping that thumbs up as you walk in the door. Joining myself. Joining the school. Joining the McMahon. We wanted to kind of talk some I, some spooky phenomenon a little local feel. So each of us will be kind of just giving a little bit uh, on some of the, I guess some spooky ish things. I'm going with Lake Lanier. It's killed billions, maybe not billions. We'll get to that. Uh, school. What, what are you talking to the people about? I got the, the witches of uh, whitewater, Wisconsin. Also we'll talk about Haunchyville, the gnomes of Haunchyville. Of course. Everyone knows Haunchyville and the McMahon. What do you got? For me, it's, it's, Massachusetts is as old as it is, so there's plenty of spooky shit here. Um, but I, I don't know, especially around Halloween, if anything is is more apt than the Salem witch trials, which I just I can't like we believe. should start there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's unbelievable that this was a thing that not only happened, but like you still hear the phrase witch hunt a lot. Like it's not. And it's one of those things that's lost all meaning. Like they were genuinely lighting torches with pitchforks, going to hunt witches. Um, I laugh. It's not funny because it, I laugh because it's still used now for things that are just so far from the literal witch hunts that you're describing. <laughs> and there was there was someone I, I can't find it. I thought I bookmarked it. Someone did like a really interesting thread about how a lot of these witches quote-unquote witches were truly just women that were like extremely helpful especially for other women so like sexual this is puritanical new england you know what i mean this is what are the dates here 1692 you know not a real year we were we were barely uh conscious we we it was cold that year i remember it like it says 200 people were accused 30 people were found guilty 19 of whom were executed by hanging 14 women five men uh the men you talk about getting getting the the, the short shaft witches are never portrayed as men anymore i am <laughs> not a witch we don't believe you and warlock warlock warlock, warlock. Is illegal. we will not do that <laughs> Uh, this is this is known as uh, Colonial America's most notorious case of mass hysteria. People just like the the power you had to just stand up and be like, "She's a witch," and everyone's like, "Throw her off a cliff, dude! If she flies, you're right. If not, we'll try again next time." You know, if not, our bad. Yeah. And it got to the point where when other women got accused, they would try to save themselves by being, yes, I'm a witch, and all these other women are, and now I'll be free, right? That worked, the, didn't it? Didn't they? Didn't everyone go for that? <laughs> they didn't, the, you say. Okay. The, the, these events in Massachusetts in 1692 in Salem became a brief outburst of a sort of hysteria in the New World. While the practice was waning in most of Europe, Europe was over their witch hunt shit. They that was Transylvania. That was the 1400s. They're like, Did we that's a, that's our old bag. We over it. Yeah, <laughs> we're so far past that at this point. Uh, the earliest recorded witchcraft execution was that of Alice Young in 1647, Hartford, Connecticut, the start of the Connecticut witch trials. 
that lasted much longer uh, and oh, did no. not did not get the the pub <laughs> at the Salem witch like Salem. I've never been to Salem. It is in a weird part of Massachusetts. It is in the northeast part of Massachusetts. There's one road in, one road out. It does not come off one of the major highways. It is very difficult to get to Salem intentionally. They don't want people there. I've thought about going there for a couple of Halloweens. Super expensive. Everyone has that idea, unsurprisingly. Mm. I was going to say, what, what's the appeal outside of which, tri- like, are they like, hey, listen, you come for the witch trials, but we also make the best molasses you ever had. <laughs> doorknob. We're the doorknob capital of the Continental 48. Oh, the bed and breakfast is haunted, but it's a great bed and breakfast. Gotta get the breakfast hash brown. All I know about Salem is witches, and they lean into it. Like they go all out for Halloween, as you should. You know what I mean? If you're known for a thing, you should lean into it. But what, like, the reason I, I went to this is because that interesting thread I was mentioning before is it's like the definition of a witch nowadays. It's like Santa Claus. You know what I mean? It's, it's so cartoonishly over the top. We all know the phrase Eye of Newt because of every cartoon we watched as a kid. It feels very like Hansel and Gretel as opposed to what was actually being happening. And a lot of witches were women who could read in the 1600s you know what i mean yeah it all still perturbs me to this day um but like they were they were carrying out safe uh, for their era abortions and stuff like that they were doing things again puritanical massachusetts in 1692 that still doesn't fly in a lot of this country also, in 2023 <laughs> a lot of these places you would get the witch treatment for trying right. to have a safe ish abortion yeah like the the witch trials and uh those jackasses who protest outside of um planned parenthood bag for bag kind of the same thing like they're kind of not really all that different we like to give ourselves so much credit for progressing and being much smarter and then when you like just truly break these things down to their core they are the exact same only they would throw someone off a cliff or lynch them as opposed to like bomb or shoot up uh the abortion clinic it's all the same it's all horrible um loser shit for years decades centuries now supreme loser shit uh but yeah salem salem will forever be known as far as i'm concerned as like the witch capital of the country i know scoob's gonna talk about some witches he has but like every movie like uh uh what's the big halloween movie Sarah Jessica Parker. Halloween Town. The other one. The other the one that they just oh. made a sequel to last year. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh, <laughs> oh that one. Uh so it's like those witches, obviously they know like spells and stuff, and it was just like, no, they knew medicine. They they were practicing medicine. And yeah, they didn't. I mean, no one had real med. Male doctors back then would put a leech and a Saint Bernard in your room and be like, "This is your medicine." So these women would have to use yeah old world techniques, and that's where the modernization of witchcraft comes from. That's where it's like, oh yeah, they they would have to take a crow and and pluck its feathers and put them in there, and it's just like that that genuinely wasn't happening. It truly was like helpful women. Uh, like this one, Dorothy Good was four or five years old when she was accused of witchcraft. So she could really little girl who could read is what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing here. But because uh, she proved she was not a witch. 
Yeah, that's the funniest part. Like, I don't know how you're to prove that. Like, what do you do? Well, you see, when they tie you to the plank and they dunk you in the water, you're not supposed to drown. When they set you and on if you fire, drown, yeah, you don't flame. Exactly. So the, the problem is you can't you can't find out someone is not a witch. The only way you can find out is if they die. Then you're like, well, shit, they weren't a witch. Oh, for 16. Yeah. Yeah, to, to me, if you're a witch, if like you got any kind of skill or craft that I don't have, that's really what this sounds like. Oh, she, oh, oh, she's making people feel better with a combination of medicines. Witch. So what was that's like I'm playing play. playing soccer? I'm the goalie. She scores on me. <laughs> Guess what, lady? Block my <laughs> I got bad news yeah. for you. What what I never understood is what was the plan if they were a witch? They clearly would have survived. And now you've really pissed off a witch. Like you have no plan B here. That's what I've never understood about this. Like, well, yeah, if, if they survive the lynching, we'll deal with that. No, no, no. You need a much more ironclad plan. And why is it throughout history, you hear it with like Dracula, you hear it with witches. Why are, are they made to be bad? Like there's no... But not inherently evil. No, right, exactly. You're you're making them evil for no reason. Like these are people you should want on your side. We're still under the control of England at this point. You don't want a couple fucking witches on the team. You're not using your heads, Puritans that have been dead hundreds of years. Um, the majority of the people accused and convicted of witchcraft were women. About eighty percent overall. The Puritan belief and prevailing New England culture was that women were inherently sinful. They were kind of spitting there. And more susceptible to damnation than men were. That's big Adam and Eve hours. That's yeah. I, <laughs> come on, if I wasn't going to eat the apple, she would have. Come on. Throughout their daily lives, Puritan women actively attempted to thwart attempts by the devil to overtake their souls. Puritans held the belief that men and women were equal in the eyes of God, but not in the eyes of the devil. Hey. I'm not saying they spitting, but points were made. Women's souls, people on both sides. Yeah, women's souls were seen as unprotected, and their so-called weak and vulnerable bodies. Several, several factors may explain why women were more likely to admit guilt of witchcraft than men. Uh, historian Elizabeth Reese asserts that some likely believe that they had truly given in to the devil, and others might have believed that they had done so temporarily. However, because those who confessed were reintegrated into society, some women might have confessed in order to spare their own lives. So if you were like, yeah, I'm a witch, they're like, okay. <laughs> All right, back to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quarrels with neighbors often incited witchcraft allegations. I'm just picturing Scoob and his neighbor constantly calling each other a witch. 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 Calling the calling the cops over and saying my neighbor's a witch. I saw him flying a broom around 2 a.m. last night. I don't think that's permitted. Uh, quarrels with neighbors often in, incited witchcraft allegations. One example is a Abigail Faulkner, who, who was accused in 1692. Faulkner admitted she was angry at what folks said, and the devil may have temporarily overtaken her, causing harm to her neighbors. Women who did not conform to the norms of Puritan society were more likely to be the target of an accusation, especially those who were unmarried or did not have children. Mm. No flappers allowed in this mm. town. I mean, mm. you start dancing, you're the devil. She wants some knee, hussy. She's either a hussy or a witch. What loser times, man. Y'all ain't want a bitch that had no type of business about herself, man. <laughs> 
Carnage Towns would have hated these times. He handed out LLCs to everybody, which or not. So yeah, all of all of witchcraft, like it's something that should be so much cooler than it is. That's my biggest gripe with it. Like everything about witch culture to me is sick as hell. And these guys were just horrified. <laughs> Truly like independent women. Like they were like, we can't have this. If we can get the misogyny out of witchcraft, <laughs> I feel like we back. <laughs> I feel like we back. I would like to know more about the 20% of guys who were called a witch. Like I was that like a sexual orientation thing? Was that it, was that the original slur? It, it honestly had to. Eighty percent is to way too low, right? It had to have been, yeah. Because if it, if it's the women that oh she's not married, she didn't have children, she must be some a certain way. That had to be the same for the guys. Right, oh, he's not exactly. married. He doesn't. So he must yeah. be a witch. So <laughs> or they they were simping for the witches and they were like eh, something's up they here. Like that, they was having having their way, having some motion with the alleged witches, and instead of getting some business about yourself, you just. Throw everybody off a cliff or burn them up. We, what I don't understand about society becoming so weird about sex is like the farther back you go, the more it was just like, oh, yeah, ancient Greece, ancient Rome. Everyone was just drunk and fucking constantly. So when did it become so like taboo? Oh, America made everything prove. Once, they, point. once everything came over here, everything got proved. And... Because the, the people that came over here were, were leaving because the society they wanted wasn't pure enough. The society they wanted was wild, crazy and stuff. And they wanted this this caste, religious, whatever. You know, they were the Quakers, the people like that. Yeah, and they slaughtered a bunch of people to get it. So it's very... <laughs> The cognitive dissonance of these people. I'd like to talk to these uh, these people <laughs> on the Santa Maria. Uh, <laughs> what do you think you're searching for out there exactly? I just want a place where I can burn women smarter than me in peace. Am I asking for too much? I don't think I am. What's also strange, too, is like the first people that came over were exactly what Scoob des described. It was like people searching for a purer life. Once England caught wind that they were going to lose this war... They did the same thing they did to Australia. They just started shipping criminals here. So where were those? Where was the fortitude of those criminals that came to America to, to get shit the way it should be? They still have. What's the current? Is that like a 2023 Salem uh, Witch Museum? That's what um, they usually turn it into. Yeah, they got to have historian stuff. The whole town is is it's witch central. Like they've well, actually, there's there's a tattoo parlor there. They only do like black and gray tattoos, no color. And it's all like haunted, spooky shit. And their works in credits, twin brothers, also spooky. And they own the I'm shop. Out. I was in, I'm out now. <laughs> they own the shop and their work is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, they, it, I mean, the whole town's just kind of embraced the characterization of itself. Like they are, uh, they are all, all in on, on being spooky. It does feel like one of those things like, hey, are you in on Salem being a witch town? Because if you're not, we're going to have to try you as a witch. So, <laughs> you know, get the moving or get the get the brewing. Yeah. Yeah. A bubbling cauldron, such a, a sick aesthetic. Even they were what, double, double toiling trouble, cauldron burns and spitting big bars. They said, I don't know. That bitch got better bars than me. Burn. <laughs> Seize her. Yeah, Meg uh, the Stallion. Witch. Yeah, yeah. 
her and that Cardi B. (laughs) (laughs) They got some witches around your way, school? Yeah, so in uh, Whitewater, Wisconsin, they have uh, something called Second Salem is what they call it. Uh, But I don't know if they had witch trials here because... I think the witches run the town is what the accusations are that the whole town, everyone in the town is in on the witches society. They're all benefiting from it. And it starts with, uh, let me just tell you this. If you knew the cemeteries in your town formed a perfect triangle, a perfect isosceles triangle, and you knew that witches consider that a powerful symbol, what would you think? If, would you live in that town? Probably a dink is what I... Because that's what's going on in Whitewater, Wisconsin. Back in the day, uh, one of the founders, he made all his money because uh, a, a psychic medium told him where to buy a land claim, and he found a ton of iron. So that's that's how this all begins. They all, they all trust the psychics in this area. They had the Morris Pratt School, which is the national... Let me see. The National Spiritualist Association of Churches. INSAC, of course. Yes. And they started the Morris Pratt School back in the day. And the people in the town say it's very creepy. It's very the spookiest now, what do you, thing. You mean it's the still there. About this is, what gives off that vibe? I don't know. It, they say they literally teach people here. They teach them how to communicate with the, the beyond. Like that is the point of the school. They think you can't communicate with God, but you can communicate with the people just below him. And they will share your message to God and then bring it back. So to if I go to middle, stuff man- like that. middle management goes to the big guy. Yes. So essentially they started a school for spiritualist uh, middle management. Yes. That is essentially uh, the school. I do like some of these rules were like made in 1899, but revised in 2004. I know those. <laughs> that was not an easy fight. <laughs> 2001 on some of these revisions. Come on now. I know they fought tooth and nail because the first five are untouched. Those are the ones they could not could not change at all. The last three or four, well, they need some updating. Yeah, so they're they're just they're still cranking stuff out. They they're still in Milwaukee. They still have the school. They still do all their stuff. Um, so it's very it's very weird going back all the way to Whitewater. Apparently, in the library, there is a book. There is a book that has turned people insane when they've read it. It's a, it's a locked book. The book is locked. It used to be held behind a cage in the basement of the library. And the rumor was if you asked to see the book, they would expel you. I can't even ask about what kind of book is it? What's the name of the book? So, so what they say is the people who work there say it's actually a Catholic, Catholic hymnal. And they say that the storage they used was a lock cage because it's the only storage they had. And that none of the people who have talked about this hymnal have ever given them a publisher, a title, a date, anything. They, they don't have any info on the Catholic hymnal in the basement that's a lock book. They have no info on where it comes from. But it's there. It's a lock book. Just that the only people says the dark contents of this book have driven three students and a professor to kill themselves. According to one legend, one person who borrowed the book was locked in a mental institution. 
And that's why they put it under lock and key. Why do they still have the book? Oh, you can't destroy that book. I got to destroy that book. Can't destroy the book. Scoob, I got to destroy the book. No, I can't just let the book keep. We just keep it under lock and key. One day I'm sick. The intern comes in. It's like, what's this lock book? Let me open. Let's rent this out. Let's read this to everybody. Now the whole city's kaput. I got to destroy the book. Reading the book to everybody. I don't think you can move the book. You move the book. That's how it all all goes to shit. That's how they come after you. Can't touch. Can't destroy the book. Got to keep the book. I Maybe I still got that uh, witch hunt mindset. Because um, <laughs> I'm saying, one, I destroy the book, but then I also destroy anybody asking. for the. Or they don't know the book's destroyed. They don't know. I'm not telling them that I'm, just, I'm sending the book to outer space. Once you come up asking for the book, I say, yeah, yeah, you just come back right here. Handcuffs, stocks, drawn and quartered. I'll figure that part out later, but. I would like to read the book. I feel like I could. What? I feel like I could handle the book. I feel like I don't want to blame. Uh, I don't want a victim blame here. I don't think these people have enough dog in them to read this book. Not built. These people didn't read, they, they they didn't read Twitter for a decade like I have. This book is nothing. <laughs> See, the rumor of what the book holds, the rumor is that it holds the names of the original witches who founded the town. It's their book of death. That's what the rumor is. But they say it's a book of Catholic hymnals. If you open it up, it's just a regular book. They say. They say. I'd never know because that book would have been uh, keeping my hands warm, warming my s'mores. And then there's uh, there's tunnels below the city that connect everything. Everything is connected between tunnels below the city, below the school. You can get everywhere with the tunnels. Uh, people don't know why. People don't know how, but they're there. They're nah, there. They should be everywhere. They they were spitting with that. Mm-hmm. For weather or just to avoid above ground. That should be brought back. <laughs> but I think what's weirdest about this is there's a there's an old stone tower in the town where there, there it said witches used to do rituals. But the strangest thing about this tower is all the things built around it. The fence, the barbed wire, the barbed spikes on the fence. It's all built to face inward, not outward. So they're not trying to keep people out of the tower. They're trying to keep something in the tower. But nobody knows. And it's rumored. Nobody knows what. It's rumored that people used to be left on the lawn of the tower back in the day dead. They would be just found dead on the lawn of the tower. Things like that. Uh, one one woman said it was it, it could have been KKK members because she said there was a large group of KKK people so that could have been what was going on by the tower but um so yeah something about that tower people don't like that tower in town and it's still up it's still up it's still tower. up you can't oh oh down. hold on now I don't, I don't know what you the don't book get. is good money though. I said, yeah, you can't get rid of... I, I'm on the same page. You can't get rid of any of these things. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said knock down the tower. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. okay. My bad. My no, bad. no, 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 no. You can't get rid of the tower. Knock it down. I was like, what's this? Yeah, no. Yeah. No, yeah. For some reason, I trust the book. Yeah, that's where I was like, what? <laughs> I do agree. You, like, you got to pick a side. I'd knock them both down, but that's the, that's the side I'm on. The book, the tower, uh, the city, if need be. <laughs> yeah, I do think if you're going to start knocking stuff down, you got to obliterate like you got to go full Hiroshima. You can't, you can't just start picking and choosing one or two things. You gotta, the, whatever demon is here is in everything. Picking and choosing just upsets it. You ever go to the building school? Boots on the ground for school, but the building. 
I don't know if I've ever been to Whitewater. Now that I think about it, I think it's just... But then I'm also like, maybe I have, and it does give me weird vibes. Uh, but something about it. I don't like... I don't just don't, don't like the vibes it, it emanates. Uh, apparently there... Uh, there's been a lot of animal mutilations in town and the town over. And if you ask the people there about it, they're, they're very weird about it. Like no one talks about it. Like everyone's been accused of doing it, but no one will talk about it. Mutilating animal. Yeah. Like it, like the, the video I saw, like the people in the town are like in on the mutilations. Like they don't talk about it. Like it's just mums the word. It doesn't happen here. Hmm. Very weird. Very weird. Where's Peter at in all this? Yeah, they should get involved. The witches are causing trouble. I'm I'm seeing uh, <clears throat> from discoverwhitewater.com top seven selfie spots in Whitewater, and the tower is on the list. The tower did in fact make the list. People are flicking it up at the tower. You yeah. know I had to do it to him. Yeah. It's a demon in that tower, man. I wouldn't go near there. And green gonna be at that tower soon. You got a little free time and, and a camera. Then I think the last weird thing about Whitewater is it's said to be the final resting place of uh, the Bloody Mary, who was the murder, the axe murder, said that she's buried in the Oak Grove Cemetery. And you can see her among the tombstones on Halloween Eve, which would have been yesterday. On, you can only see her on Halloween Eve? She only has the power to come out once, maybe. I don't pop out that much either, so I feel that. Mm-hmm. Was like the Bloody Mary, like drink inspired. The Bloody Mary. Like, okay. Yeah. Brunch. Uh, impressionado. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary herself, yes. Hmm. And I didn't I didn't hear none of the videos I watched ever got to any point where the witches got trialed or burned up here so that's why it leads me to believe everyone's in on it and it is a witch town and the witches run the town otherwise there would have been trials here what if they just with they all just the rumors put the word out like everybody like if you are a witch come here no that was the other thing about the mutilations is there's a lot of things where people think people come from out of state around the world they come here to do mutilations because it's such a the Isosceles Triangle and all the stuff that goes on there, they think it's a hotbed for spiritual power. So your powers, your spells will be stronger if you do them here. I mean, if you mutilate a goat, I figure that's a multiplier. It can't hurt the spell. If I have, I have a very base understanding of these things, it can't hurt it, no. Mutilate a goat. That's how you lock it in. A little calf or something. It's like a handshake. Mm. How far is this from Haunchyville? Ooh, that that's a good question. I wonder because Haunchyville, Haunchyville's in Waukesha, so uh, in Muskego. So this might be on the way out to Whitewater. You stop at Haunchyville. What's going out in the now, haunch? Haunchyville. Th- this is like we heard about this in middle school. You would hear about this one. Uh, so Haunchyville is supposed to be a conclave of little people whose homes are built to scale in the woods. You can walk in the town and you'll find a tiny town built to scale for the little people. And it's said that there's a, there's an old man that lives there and he's the caretaker. He's the, he's the protector. And if trespassers get caught, the dwarves there, they'll cut you at your knees. So you're the same height as them. And then they force you to live in the town with them also. The old guy's got, he's an albino too. Yes. He is an albino. Yes. Yes. 
According to the legend, after continuous exploitation of a number of circus dwarves, mm-hmm. they revolted against their ringleader. After killing their master, they hanged him in a wooded area after first cutting off his arms and legs. To avoid being arrested or even worse consequences from the circus community, the dwarves set out to create their own community built exclusively for dwarves. What was the circus community dishing out that was worse than being arrested for murder? Uh, no. Not that I disagree, but like we're talking original circus folks. But I that's the story I wanted. The protector in all caps. Sh- shooting him out of a cannonball? That was legal back then. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, the story goes that in the woods lives an old man amongst the dwarves. He's said to wait at the end of Mystic Drive, shotgun in hand, to ward off anyone trying to cause trouble to the dwarves. Story also goes that he first met the group of dwarves as a child. As a young boy, he accidentally stumbled upon Hunchyville, and upon instantly treating them as equals, they sheltered the young boy and raised him as one of their own. As he grew up, he notoriously defended the dwarves, often resorting to violence. Got to stay away from Hunchyville. Is, is he a good guy? Or is he a bad guy? Often resorting to violence. Sounds like a bad guy. And I remember in school, in high school, we had friends who would drive out there and they said their car like wouldn't start. Like when they were there, like the car wouldn't start. They like they got really freaked out. What was their business in Hauntyville? Yeah, you don't have business up there, so you shouldn't be going there. If you're not mm, you're not supposed to be here, you shouldn't be here. I see the Punisher now they Cutting rivals' legs off, like the Hunchsters do. Yeah, yeah, they had um, they had a story where some of the people had a mob. Little people had a mob, and they would do that. I'm kind of in on Hunchyville because it seems like they don't go out looking for trouble. If you nope. come to them looking for trouble, they'll cut your knees off. What if I come to them with good good tides good tidings they take you in like him like the, like hey, the maybe, he's he's he, maybe he's selfish he doesn't want to share him with anyone that's what that is what it sounds like it sounds like the protector is selfish i wonder we gotta send the mcmahon in there like do they think he's he's the giant sent to rule them all or is he the prince that's promised or he should he be the first one chopped for parts <laughs> yeah yeah, they're right. chopping me low. Yeah, like they used to tackle Gronk when he was in his prime. They're going right for my legs. Yeah, your muffler gone that day, buddy. Both arms, two feet. And this is still an active, like Haunchyville still. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Mystic Drive and Muskego. Can we get scooped to Haunchyville? <laughs> I've come back with uh, a foot shorter. What's going on here? Maybe so. Because I tell you, I would go to Salem. I would go to Haunchyville. I would go to Whitewater. I would go to the moon. I would go to 20,000 leagues under the sea before I would go to Lake Lanier. So you've never been there? I've never been to Lake Lanier. When we first moved to Georgia, one of the first things I remember people telling us was, do not go to Lake Lanier. (laughs) Why? Just don't go. Okay. What do you all know about Lake Lanier? Because this is one of those I, people outside of Georgia. I know other people have never been to the lake, to the state. People that don't swim, that don't fish, boat, do none of that have heard about Lake Lanier. So what have you all heard about Lake Lanier? Um, what was that story the other day where the lady like fell in the water and she, like the the water was on fire or something like that? I don't remember. A man did jump in it uh, and get got electrocuted. 
That was their, <laughs> That's that was what their I was summer. thinking of. Yeah. Yes. No, this, yes, there's a lot. They, yeah. they run together. Uh, Mick, what have you heard about Lanier? Anything? I mean, what have we spoken? 20,000 hours uh, <laughs> in the years? It's come up. It's come up a couple. Before you, I had never heard of it, ever. Never cried. Never, never came across my uh, many of my Googles, but I can't remember how we stumbled upon it the first time. But ever since whatever you, the murder of the day that happened there, I'm sure. I'm sure, but what, whatever the ever since you first mentioned it, I like it's the only news I get now is the, the latest <laughs> update on LL. It's tough. I feel like a lot of like 2012, what at 2017, Julio Jones lost 150,000 earring, 150,000 dollar earring, and then 2012, Usher, uh, his wife at the time, their stepson died in an accident at Lake Lanier. Like she called like a petition to like drain it, restore it to the previous community, which did not pass because this is the most visited lake in the state of Georgia. Um, which is so crazy to me because you said it's the first thing people tell you when you move there is don't go there. So how is it still so popular? As many people visit Lake Lanier every year as the Louvre. That's what kind of traffic. Like 11 million people plus. That's what kind of traffic we're talking about for Lake Lanier. One, strike one, it's Lake Lanier. It's named after a Confederate poet. Strike two, it's a man-made lake. Stolen valor. Three, there have been multiple... How do I say this? Forced relocations on this land. The first of which, the 1830s. This was, this was all Cherokee Nation. If you've heard of the Trail of Tears, that kind of started here. So the 1800s, the that was the lake. Yeah. That's not yet, not yet. Uh, Trail of Tears, that was 1830, 1912. That area becomes a community called Oscarville, and wow. it's mostly white. But there are a number of like prospering. It's like 60 years after slavery has ended. So these are carpenters, farmers business people establishing their way and in 1912 there were two incidents where a white woman was assaulted and they essentially blamed the closest black people they could find that's just generally how it went then and also now mm -hmm. so they killed three of the four they let the woman go two of the ones they killed were teenagers that it didn't stop there because the night riders then just took like door by door getting black people out of this community like you could stay or we're burning down your house and killing your livestock or worse. So that's the second forced expulsion. And they were still like, you know what? This is prime territory for a man-made lake named after a Confederate soldier. So they just dammed it up. There's no, like the bottom of Lake Lanier is just the top of Oscarville. It's, multiple cemeteries they were like we tried to move some others we, we just flooded so those are either black bodies down there or brown cherokee bodies down there and they're like hey it's so hard to rescue people it's so murky at the bottom because it's trees and sunken boats and arms and legs and like there's not it, it ain't the bottom of the pool you know what i'm saying smooth slick like there's a city down there that was 1956, the lake opens. 1958, two years in, two girls were leaving the dance, drive right into the water, 
one girl they didn't find till a year later, another they didn't find the car and her body till 30 plus years later. So there's the 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 lady in blue or the lady at the lake. She doesn't have hands because when they found her body, she didn't have hands. So she's allegedly grabbing swimmers underneath the water. The thing about like it's it's the biggest, so it gets the most traffic, but it it still has the death to visitor ratio. It's still it's, it's out of proportion. it's not on the level, Mick. It's just not on the level. Because Lake Alatoona, the second biggest lake in Georgia, is 40 miles away. It gets 7% less traffic and has 50%, Lake Lanier has 50% more deaths. Like on a rate-wise, on a number-wise, they have yeah twice as many deaths as all that. There's 61% of the boating fatalities and 50% of the drownings for all eight of the lakes in the state of Georgia, despite not getting all that much volume. Outside of that, what have y'all heard about Lake Lanier? What do y'all know? What do you? Why did they? Why did they have to build the lake here? Is there a reason? Like, what was the? We have. We need a lake racism. right here, right now. <laughs> One racism. And I know because, like, in nineteen, I think it was nineteen eighty-seven. People may have seen Oprah did a thing where she went to a country, or excuse, uh, a county where a black person had lived in seventy-five years. That was Forsyth County. That was 1987. 75 years prior was 1912 Oscarville. That's the kind that in 1987 no black people lived in. Stone Mountain is 30 minutes from here, 30 miles from here, like the largest Confederate monument in the state. It's named after a Confederate poet. They wanted this land by hook or crook and was going to run out whoever to get it. They turned into a lake. It's four or five counties. So they're like, yeah, we need water, electricity, all that. So that's that was the official reasoning for the lake. I don't know what the reasoning was that they had the 1997 Bilderberg group conference there. That don't mean a lot to some people and absolutely nothing to others. But if you know what that is, you why would they have it at Lake Lanier of all the lakes? Um, outside that, what do you know about Lake Lanier? Like good things? I feel like outside of the things we've covered, I, everything else is pretty positive. I've never heard I've never heard someone like had a great time at Lake Lanier. Like I've I've never read that Yelp review. It's always just like, man, you won't believe the horrors that happened today. Well, they didn't come back, so you didn't read a bad Yelp review per se. Like the the four point seven's high. There's just not a lot of reviews on it. And then I did see this. Yeah. No, we say school. There's there's a whole bunch of five-star reviews for Lake Lanier, and they're like, water was warm, but I got grabbed under it. Something grabbed me, and I couldn't get out, but five stars, five Lost stars. Lost my boat and entire family. Good weather. <laughs> Easy to get to. <laughs> 2023, they decided no more human divers down there because it's just way too dangerous. So they just bought a robot diver. So okay. if you go under at Lake Lanier... I think it's only one, too. So if you and a buddy go under. <laughs> it's going to choose. It's going to have to choose. Look to your left. Look to your right. One of y'all is not completing the Yelp review on Lake Lanier after you get home. So is that that's because it's so murky down there? Is, is, is there like ghost nets? I, I've read about those lately. I don't think they have the nets. The ghosts, probably so. 
but just general merch. Like there's on YouTube, if you go and look, there are people, just amateurs that will go put on the goggles and dive under there. And it's just sunken boat after sunken boat. It's just so much shit under there. And I'm sure it'll break records. It'll be more people than the Loon, more people than the Eiffel Tower next year. And I will never, ever, ever be one of them. Will not be me. The Bilderberg group. I, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, wait. What is the Bilderberg group? What do they do? Everything. Uh, <laughs> it's a group of very influent. I don't know if they're all, are they all politicians, Crowley? If they're not, they're like controlling politicians. Correct. So well, it's like. Big Illuminati hours, basically. It's when, okay. when people say they're Illuminati, like they're probably thinking stuff like that. The Bilderberg group in terms of like 10 of the most powerful people. Like, yeah, if they're not the politicians making the rules or the ones in charge of the politicians or the media or whatever, they have random meetings. And one of them was at Lake Lanier in the 1990s. Hmm. So there's that. I did some good news, I guess, to close on. This has been a slow death year. Snow, slow death year it's trailing lake michigan in death lake michigan which is gets like three times as much business <laughs> it's not even close like night and day so ll is on the way up aside from the trail of tears aside from the oscarville lynchings aside from the the girls in the lake after that i think i think things are heading up it's not even a good looking lake like i think that's my problem with it. Everything else I'm fine with. The the, the aesthetics of the lake. Shit. It's a shitty look like it does not look appealing to go near. No. The best pictures I've seen in Lake Lanier are the ones where they're like actually building it. But I think like the very early pictures of building something massive, they always look cool, no matter right. what you're building. So that that's cheating. Yeah, this does not look like they shoot some of the Ozarks here. They were like, no, the actual Ozarks of Missouri is not murky enough. So they come to Lake, they come to Lake Lanier and get some back shots or some back scenes for uh, uh, Bateman in the game. Uh, maybe some back shots. Uh, <laughs> hadn't seen the last season. See, yeah, that would that would terrify me if if I'm working on the Ozarks for my show and they're like, hey, you got to go to Lake Lanier. We need some deep water shots. I'm like, no, the fuck, we don't. We're good. We got deep water right here, baby. Like, I think I, I do it. <laughs> Well, where's the uh, drones for stuff like this? It's like we need it four in the morning too. Like we got the early morning shots. We need the three thirty six, pitch black vibes. That is just so crazy to me that at the depths of the water, it's just like the old city halls down there, the old general stores down there. That the old everything, treetops, cemetery, banks, black churches, whatever wasn't burned down in the nineteen hundreds and. There's Lake Lanier and all its glory, all its glory. Where did the water originate from? Like California? I don't know. <laughs> like they just doing a, a lot of water in there, of, you'll know. One bucket at a time. Like how <laughs> this wasn't a hose, you know what I mean? They didn't turn it on and be like, we'll come back tomorrow. We'll have a full lake. Putting water in the top of uh, the back of your toilet, just a little bowl, just to get the thing to rise, just a little bit at a time until the body stopped floating. Yeah, now how much? You say how much water, or where did the water come from? Reservoir. 
billion, nine billion dollar dam. Back then. here, it says right here. It says they closed the sluice gates of the Buford Dam, so they closed another dam, and then the water just started filling up the lake. <laughs> what about the what about that dam? What do you say? Fuck the Buford Dam for? It sounds like they had a perfectly fine lake close by. And they're like, no, no, let's redirect it. I feel like it wasn't uh, marketable. Like the lake was probably fine for water and stuff. This is for whatever people go. They do big business. So they were like, we can't market the functioning lake. The Buford Dam. That, Hoover's got all the juice there. there and three, now they got the water. There are three states fighting for this water still since the 1990s yep. i think florida lost i'm sorry wait federal law mandates that when a river flows between two or more states each state has a right to an equal share of the water dude imagine having to figure that out that red tape oh my god and again alabama is just closer physically florida I think y'all just kind of asked out, man. Y'all got other water. We need, need, need this water. We got so much water. Yeah. <laughs> Run along. But that's like, yeah, they did some of the Olympic stuff here in 96. Of course. So, yeah. <laughs> if you got a gold swimming in, in Lake Lanier, that's the, the most impressive gold I've seen. Yeah, let me see. How, how bad is Phelps? <laughs> I know 96, he was, he was just a wee boy, but. He do a couple laps in Lanier. I tip my cap to him. I ain't come to his funeral, but I would definitely tip my tip my cap. To... What did it say about what? was la the last Bilderberg conference? That's the only thing I want to know. They move yeah, these things see. around like Scott's, like the Super Bowl, New Orleans, <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna Google where was the last Bilderberg. Conference. Let's computer explodes. The last yeah. Wednesday show. Where's TWS? Uh, it took place in Lisbon, Portugal. Again, how does Lake Lanier get on the fucking Lisbon? Portugal? <laughs> like when they just hold the uh, Super Bowl in I don't know the smallest town you could think of. It's Salem, Massachusetts. We're not gonna do it in, in Boston. <laughs> we just do it in Salem. Huh? People like that. We'll go to Salem State. Play <laughs> right there. They'll host everybody that's coming in. Oh wow, they have every meeting ever listed on the site. You can see where they've where they started. Like here, let me pull this up. See, look at this. When did this meeting start? Fifty nine, Turkey in Saint Simon's. I don't. They'd be in Georgia too much for me, Jack. <laughs> yeah, France, Denmark, Italy, England, Turkey, Saint Simon's Island. Let me see the recent, yeah, the recent ones. Portugal, D.C. They did, oh, you know COVID was bad. They ain't have a Bilderberg group for 20. Yeah, the two years they said uh, travel restrictions. I, these are just great seeing the, some of the subtopics. There's like at a, uh, right. at a work <laughs> conference. Quantum computing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the post-truth world. Seminar that starts at three. Y'all going down? Are y'all going to the can globalization be slowed down? It is so weird. All these locations, and then they were just at Lake Lanier, Denmark. So England. strange. Chantilly, Virginia. They just throwing a random. What does Putin 2.0 mean? 
What does it mean? Um, so, these are the these are the rest of our videos. These yeah. will be the next titles. Okay. Next week, stability and new... instability in the Middle East. That's us next week. A new Putin, like we talk about Wembenyama. <laughs> We're like, what's his what's his ceiling? What's his do bag? We, yeah. yeah, do we think he can reach Stalin levels? I don't know. They got Putin up there like Jalil Okafor strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> We just, I fear his, his, his ceiling is attorney general at best, I fear. <laughs> Things go wrong. This guy could be out of the group and uh, he could wash out. They like Chantilly. Africa. They love Chantilly. Just Africa. That's terrifying. Just all of Africa <laughs> on the on the on the slate. No, no, no. Oh no, Will no, we no. Keep it? Well, well, yeah, well, well, yeah. Did we double back? Spin the block? Where do we Good lord. That was our local phenomenon, boys. I think I would definitely visit y'all's too before I would either go to Lake Lanier. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not. Oh, going yeah. To oh, I yeah. Go. I'm reading the book. Which? The, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the cursed the, hymnal book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pass that this way. After you leave it in your will um, and pass it this way, we'll make sure everybody gets to, to read the cursed book. Right, Scooby, you going to haunt you, Bill, after we get out of here? Yeah, I'm going to go pack up the car and head up there. Head to H-Town. You talk about horrifying. Chase Young has been traded to the 49ers for a third-round oh, no. pick. A third? Wow. <laughs> this going to be the 94th pick in the draft. <laughs> That'll do it for us. Appreciate y'all tapping in. Getting some... Yeah, no, it's it's all bad news <laughs> over here. Thumbs down for Chase Young. Thumbs up for the video. For the McMahon, for school, for YC, Dean, everybody helping behind the scenes. We appreciate you all. Everybody listening, appreciate you tapping that thumbs up. Y'all be safe. We'll catch you next time.